Hey, it's your girl Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. I don't know if y'all can hear me smiling, but it's because I got my spicy little Jamaican thing on today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, AJ from the Chronicles podcast. She's been on before, but she's back. And um, I'm ready for today's conversation, girl. So before we get started, AJ, if you can introduce yourself to the people, people them. Yeah, walk people, walk one. (laughs) (laughs) I am, you know what, as you were talking, like you said, your intro, people can hear you smiling. I can hear you smiling. I'm sitting here grinning off all 32 of my teeth. So yeah, that's, that's the feeling. That's always our vibe though. That's always what we think I love it. You know what it is? It's one of those things where, like, no matter how much time goes by, whenever we talk, it's like it picked up from where it left off. Every time. Yeah, it's one of them, one of them kind of things. That's like what you, what you and Shiny, you two, like, you guys are my girls. That's yes. what it's like every time whenever I talk to you guys. So it's that same kind of vibe. Um, Shout out to but- Shiny from the Lipstick Laundry. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for having me on the Rosie Perspective. Always happy to be here. Um, I'm AJ Badass Jones, host of the Pimpin Chronicles podcast. Uh, you can find me on my social media, the Pimpin' Broncos pod. You can also hit my um, personal social media on Twitter and Instagram, which is badass underscore Jones underscore. The podcast, of course, can be found on all platforms where podcasts can be streamed. If you want to get in contact with me, you can send me an email, the Pimpin' Chronicles at gmail.com. And that's it. Possibly bless up yourselves. Big people bless up yourselves. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, you know, ahead of Valentine's Day, I'm like, let me put out a spicy episode. I know Valentine's Day is for love, but you know, you also be fucking. So in that case, I had to bring my girl AJ one because who else? So AJ, if you can let the people know before I get into my questions, what type of specialist you are so we can get right into these topics, girl. I am an eroticism specialist. I am also uh, almost almost certified in a relationship coach and sexologist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enough years of, enough years of life. <laughs> oh, I had a question in regards to that before we get into my questions. Now, I know you've been doing this for a while now. Can you just let us know how you got started? What made you want to be so free and open about, you know, sex and all them good things there? <laughs> so uh with the podcast interestingly enough uh somebody that I used to be acquainted with had asked me to be on his show as a guest to help him answer relationship questions um and you know everything was kind of birthed from there and when I when I went solo I decided to kind of continue along the path of um having more of a, a sexual focus because I feel like as as black people especially as black women we're not afforded enough opportunities to talk about sex, our sexuality, our desires, our wants, our needs, our kinks, our dislikes. We're expected to just like basically tech fuck and be happy with it. And right. that's it without any sort of conversation. And I also think too, girl, you know, us growing up in Caribbean households, talk about I sex. was literally about to say like, do you think it starts from the fact that being Caribbean, you can't sex, there's no birds and bee conversation. You find out by yourself when you get to yes. the age where you start having sex my parents never talk I mean they obviously talked about people not touching me that aren't supposed to touch me but other than that they weren't talking about fucking like yeah no no they're not trying to they're not trying to hear no kind of conversation like that and, it, and the funny thing is it's one of those things that like when you're big enough to have a baby and you say mom I'm pregnant it's like they're okay with that they don't want to know how you got to that point <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just yeah. like one day you wake up you're a big somebody and now you're having a child 
And, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, she filled in the blanks for herself. So obviously she's good. But yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of it stemmed from that as well as it's not um, just have that lack of comfort or not even having those opportunities to have conversation um, within your family, you know? And so I decided at some point that for myself, I was going to live in a sexually free way, responsibly, of course. And that when I had children of my own, that I would make sure that I introduced them to sex at an age appropriate way through the stages of their lives. So, you know, when my son's four and comes and says, mommy, where does babies come from? I'm not going to tell him they were born in a pumpkin patch because then I have to undo that shit when he's like 10 (laughs) and his friends at school are like, no, you popped out your mom's vagina. Like, what are you talking about? Um, You know, so it, yeah, it just kind of progressed from there. So, (laughs) all right. So let's get into it. All right. So I guess I'll start with this one. Now, my first question is, do you think porn nurtures unrealistic expectations? I feel like I've heard that very often and people are just like, yes and no. What is your take on it? I think it definitely, it definitely does. And I think especially for people who haven't had real world sexual experience, because it's like porn doesn't show you the leg cramps. Porn doesn't show you where someone's farting in the middle of a scene. Porn doesn't show you where your pum pum gets tired and you need a 10 minute break to have some water because you can't take the pounding no more and your pum pum's dry. Porn doesn't show you when he goes limp and can't fuck no more. Porn doesn't show you, you know, when you have to take a pee break. Porn doesn't show you the laugh. Like it doesn't show you anything that's real about sex and sexual activities and sexual interactions. And so people who don't have real world experience or real life experience use that as a basis for what good sex is supposed to be like. If she's not moaning and screaming like a cat in heat, she's not enjoying herself. If she isn't squirting, right? If she isn't squirting across the room, she isn't enjoying herself. If he isn't busting a sweat and putting down a piece of fuck in the middle of your back, that's not really good sex, you know? Um, Yeah, mind you, a lot of women don't squirt. So for guys to go into it thinking every woman does, a lot, no. (laughs) A lot of a lot of women don't even have orgasms from penile penetration. How about that? Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's like, okay, so what are the alternatives? Okay, well, you know, oh, she must not like it. Nah, Bridget. It has nothing to do with that. There are other ways to have intimacy and have sex without it involving your dick pounding inside of me or your fingers trying to beatbox on my pom-pom. Like, it's it's not that. You know what I mean? So, Which I, is I do, true. I think- like, I do think, obviously, there are men that do take their time. They're sensual, et cetera. Yeah. But all too often you hear about the niggas that's like, you you damn near dry. And these niggas are like, so I'm about to put put it in where, sir? You didn't do no fucking Thank foreplay, you. like Thank no you. activities. And then those are the type of men that go online or you see tweets or you see stuff and it's like, oh, sis was dry, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes back to people saying like, oh, well, if she's dry, it's on him. And then, you know, there's people that, push back and they're like no she should be able to get it started herself if she's dry then something's wrong with her poom poom and I'm like so he it's just some, exists yeah. nothing right it's 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 the it's the two parties it's like you have to be present in the moment when you're when you're fucking when you're having sex when you're being intimate and pay attention to the person's body and then the reality is some women do get dry whether it's through a condom because they're tense because they're nervous because they just naturally get dry. you've got lubes you know right. what I mean? It's, it's like, oh, I'm just going to spit on her pussy. And it, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. You know? And, and that's the it. Right. But you have people who watch porn and they think that that's the way it's supposed to be. Oh, you know, it's sexy to spit on her pussy. It really isn't though. And you're not seeing the scene where he's actually putting lube 
on his dick or lube on the condom because they cut that shit out. Because seeing that stuff, somebody told them that seeing that stuff is not sexy. But I'd rather see that stuff and know that that's the reality of it than to think it's it's a completely different way. You know, it's like doing anal sex. When you're watching porn and you see anal sex, you would think that these women's assholes or these men's assholes are just wide open and ready for whatever's going in it. Right. They don't show you the prep time and the prep work and the amount of lube and, and, and the pain and the suffering and everything else that goes into it. They just show you the good parts. You're right. You're right. Because it definitely seems that way. And I feel like there, I don't know about, I mean, I don't feel like it's a white people thing. It may not be a black people thing, but based on what I know, I feel like there's like a negative connotation about lube. Like, oh, you use lube? Yes. That means your poom poom. Why do you yes. think lube exists though? Like, why do you think like it's such a, I mean, other than the obvious that it's like, oh, if you need lube, then your pussy ain't moist enough. So that means the poom poom is not good. But why else do you think they created lube? Like, I feel like black people, again, those are the only people I really rock with. But I feel yeah. like anytime I hear negativity about lube, it comes from niggas. Like, why? Yeah, because they feel like their dick game should be good enough that it should be tapping a fountain. And that you should just be like running water from your pum pum. And really and truly, like having a good dick is not enough sometimes. It really right. and truly isn't, you know? And the thing is, especially like men take for granted that if they've got big, big dick, it means they've got good dick. And and those two things don't always equate. Now, mind you, we love some big dick around here. Oh, but even still, <laughs> but even still, I've had big cocky where the fuck was just, it was soft. Like it wasn't good at all. And I'm thinking to myself, it's only because you're cute and you've got a big dick while you get over in life. Because I promise you, if you were half this cute and your dick was average, there's no girl that would put up with your bullshit. <laughs> Two, maybe five pumps and you're done, my guy. And then you're wondering why I didn't nut or why I didn't get there. Come on now. Cut the yeah. fuck away. Cut it. Yeah, that is definitely the case where it's like, you know, when they are packing, they just hold on to the fact that they have a big dick and they don't feel like they have to put that much effort into it. Some guys they do. And then other guys is like, mm, this ain't enough. And you're like, no, not really. What else? Is there more coming? What else, sir? Like, what we got? What else we got? And it's nothing. <laughs> nothing else is coming, which is like, damn. So yep. I think this leads me into my next question, which is, Obviously, for the best sex, not only does your partner have to do things, however, it is truly important that you know what you like, what your body needs in order for you to get the best experience. So for you, what does that mean? And obviously, you can mostly speak from a woman's standpoint because you're a woman, yeah. but I'm sure you've talked to many men and you also have three guys and a girl. Um, yeah. So what do you think women should kind of like? focus on trying to learn about themselves in order to get a bomb ass sexual experience and what have you heard men say that they focused on to make their sexual experience more enhanced i i think for both men and women um they need to learn more about their bodies in terms of their erogenous zones uh i think that people take for granted that you know the basic erogenous zones are the ones that are always going to get you there so the ears the neck the nipples obviously the genitals but there's so much more to the human body. You know what I mean? It's like our skin is the, our lar largest organ. It's got tons of nerves. It's got tons of sensory spots. And it's like people overlook the fact that there, there's more to the erogenous zones than, you know, the ones that I just listed. Like women that I've talked to that say they get like a head head massage while, you know, their, their guts are being massaged. Mm -hmm. They're saying like it's such an orgasmic experience because it's like the massage of the scalp and that 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 feeling that the the sensation and tingling in your head somehow translates down into their vagina and into their clit and they can feel this dual sensation you know 
I would say it's the, it's the same with men. It's like, you know, we, we take for granted that nipple stimulation is only something that's for women. The amount of men, I, I just recently posted a, like a survey and yeah. I think it was like 80% of the people chose nipple. It was a question of choose a, a stimulation. So it was nipples, ears, neck, and pelvis. And 80% of the people chose the nipples. And of that 80%, I would say more than half were men. See, the thing is, like, I do feel like men like it, but Mm -hmm. some of them aren't open to saying it or they try to put on a front like, oh, yeah, Yeah. just like Gooch. I mean, I don't really play in the Gooch area. That's not my specialty now. But from what I've heard from people, like a lot of men high key like it and they They won't really say it. But obviously, I do think it does depend on the comfort level. Um, But at the same time, I feel like the nipples are slightly becoming more like they're more um, open to saying it, but not quite. Right. But we also, as women, we need to take the shame factor out of it for them. Because like I see posts where, you know, men are being made fun of, like you want a girl to suck on your titty. Like, it, you don't have to say it like that. It's still, it's their chest. You know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah, want to, yeah, you yeah. want to play with it. Right. You want to play with their chest and, and not make them feel feminized for the type of pleasure that they want. Because my thing is like, if you're invested in having the best sex possible, invest in having the best sex possible, you know? And it's not just about um, telling the person what it is that you like, but the person who's engaging with you should be explorative as well and 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 search out the person. Maybe, you know, maybe you like being bit on your inner thigh and you didn't know that. Maybe right. you like having the, your lower back licked and you didn't know that. We have to take time with each other's bodies and do the explorative pieces, but we also individually need to do the work ourselves to find out what we like. Like, guys, how do you like your dick stroke? How do you... You might not know how you like your dick suck, but you definitely know if you your head is more sensitive, you might like your balls being pulled on a little bit more while you're while the shaft is being licked. Like I said, you might like your nipples being sucked or licked or played on with or whatever. And then the same with women. You know what I mean? If if you don't know the sensitive parts of your body or the ways in which you like those those parts of your body manipulated, how can you teach somebody how to to love up on you? Right. So That's for me, true. I feel like it's yeah, part of it is explorative where you, you have to be invested in searching out the person's body but we also have to provide somewhat of a a roadmap for people to say like hey I like this this is what you do especially if they're doing some shit that you don't like and you're laying there like okay in your mind you're like okay a little bit to the left a little bit more to the left and you're saying this intuitively say that shit out loud (laughs) say that shit out loud and and help them help them help you help them help you I agree because you know you could be like a little to the left and then the nigga never goes a little to the left and now you <laughs> right they're going uh, all the way right <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like again people do whatever you want fuck who you want to fuck but I do feel like a lot of times people fuck just to fuck and they don't really care about getting to know the person's body um, yeah. whether it's like a friends with benefits or it's kind of like oh I've always wanted to smash and I'm just gonna yeah. fuck or like whatever the case is therefore it never really gets there um I've had like I mean okay. I have one nigga I could think of but we were never like in a relationship or relationship but I would feel like he did the most exploring like on his own yeah. I told him that I was comfortable to do it, doing it with. And then, you know, there's other guys. Cause I've tried like, Oh, friends with benefits. I think I tried it once or twice. Didn't go, but they didn't give a fuck about trying to find out exactly <laughs> how I liked it, which to me it was like, this is pointless and we're not going to fuck yeah. no more just because for me, it's not pleasurable for you to just fuck. And I'm not yes. really being satisfied. So, I mean, I started already falling back, like, 
you know, years ago, but big ass age i'm not fucking just a fuck like i'm really not like you you should have caught me like years ago because it's a wrap now like you it's so pointless i'm giving my body to you you don't even care to find out like what anything about it right i'm all sad but you're you're at a point now where you want more meaningful sex because the thing is like if you just want a nut you can do that shit by yourself you're right and not like when I say more meaningful, I don't necessarily mean like emotionally meaningful, but you can have you can have sexual encounters with people where it's a great time. This isn't your man or your woman or you know what I mean? Like you guys may kick it every now and again. Hey, but Jay, you know that that's yes. You know you hear me? always yes, you know he's always oh. gonna be my man, sis. Okay, oh, oh, so sorry. that sorry. you know <laughs> <laughs> he's always gonna be remember we had that episode and I talked yes. about he's that's my not my man, man, but that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, you know that don't apply to me, sis, because that's my man. Okay. You know, you, have, you have some people that like, like with me, you and I could fuck. Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, you're your person or whatever, but because I know I want to have great sex as well, I'm gonna make sure I put in the effort. Right. It just right. it doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense to just kind of go half ass. If that's the case, man, I can break out one of my dildos or one of my vibrators and 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 bust two nut here want to spliff and watch a movie and, and not leave the comfort of my bed right right which makes sense because it's like do it so you're also enjoying it one person benefiting like at this point what's the point for you granted yeah. if that's your thing where you don't care and you just want to see the other person get off you could do that as well but ultimately like everybody wants to be satisfied whether you say it mm. out loud or not whether you're in a relationship and you realize damn like my partner oh i have someone that i know that talks about and we talked about it the other day and she was basically telling me like she fucks around with I mean shit she really shouldn't but whatever she fucks around <laughs> with this nigga and she's just like basically no matter what I tell him I like he never listens to me he literally just fucks me the way he wants to doesn't care if I nut or not always wants to hit it from the back and that's it she's like I've literally told him like oh I like this can you do this can-? and she's like nope he ignores everything I request and he doesn't what? do it and I'm like not me me and my good good pum pum to go every time and be disappointed every time hell no <laughs> hell no could you imagine you're no. taking your good good pum pum to go over to somebody's house to repeatedly tell them what you like to be repeatedly ignored nah, mm. Rita, how much time do you take that before you say no right so I'm just like, until you're tired of it, then I don't know what to tell you. Because at this point, why are you still, especially when you're really sitting there telling him like, can you do this? Can you do that? And he's like, no, nope, I'm going to fuck you how I want. That's it. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. She should buy him a pocket pussy, drop it <laughs> off at his house and go the fuck home. That's, that's some shit that I would do. Here you go. Since this clearly is what you want. Here's a pocket pussy. Have fun. Have at it. <laughs> Me. could you imagine absolutely Bro. okay okay so i had another question i can't fully remember what you said on your podcast but i'm sure you will let us know so i wanted to ask you if you're comfortable talking about it which i think you are what your sexual orientation is because i think i want to hear what you <laughs> i ask my question so i don't fuck it up no you're fine the funny thing is i get asked this question so often um and it's funny because I have a friend that I swear at least once every three weeks, she asks me the same question. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, because she's, I don't know why she's so confused. I so, I I don't 
oh boy, let's see. I don't give myself a label okay. because I don't, not that I don't believe in labels, because I think that people should identify however they identify, but I just, I'm attracted to who I'm attracted to. And it What's really the name is for, for that. I want to say that it's pansexual or gender. That's what I no, think. Not, yeah, I think it's pansexual. I'm not gender fluid because I don't flip and flop. Like I'm a girl. I know okay. I'm a girl. I'm good being a girl. So yeah, I would say that it's pansexual. However, okay. I have yet to meet, I have yet to meet a trans man or trans woman or anyone who's intersex that I'm attracted to, but I don't know that I would not be attracted to those individuals. I've met women that I've been attracted to. I've met men that I've been attracted to. I've okay. met lesbian women that I've been attracted to and heterosexual women. Um, I don't necessarily sexually engage with with everyone. It really is just about spending time and the exchange of energy um, and the possibility sometimes of what could be. Uh, a few summers ago, like six years ago, I spent the summer in the company of a, of a, a woman who is a stud, which is a masculine presenting black woman, just okay. in case there's any white people out there thinking that they're studs, they're not. It is a Wait, term so it only for, applies to, I didn't know it, that. It only applies to masculine presenting black women. They are called studs. If it's a white woman, she's a butch. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, now that I stud, think about it, I didn't know. Well, I think I've seen, you know, nowadays everybody wants to use everything, even if it's yes. supposed to be their label or not. So I think that's good information because I did not know yes. that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 2017, I spent the summer with um, uh, a woman who identified as a stud and it was the greatest summer ever. Like we didn't have sex, but we were intimate. Um, and it was beautiful. Like she was amazing. She was kind. She was funny as fuck. She had a dope personality, great energy, absolutely stunning. Um, and you know, it, it, it was what it was for about three months. Um, in and around that time, I also had, uh, relationships and relations with men, like heterosexual men. So, um, I like people and I like people's energy. I've okay. tried over the years to not get stuck in the idea that this energy belongs to somebody that has breasts like mine or okay. a vagina, you know, it just, yeah. If I like you, I like you. If I love you, I love you. If I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. But I guess overall the umbrella that it would fall under would be pansexual. Okay. That's what I believe you said on one of your episodes. Cause I think people had sent in questions and then you did go into like, not really wanting to use a label, but if you had to use something closest, yeah. it would be pansexual, but I'm not too familiar. So I'm like, I don't want to fuck it up now. So I <laughs> let you say is this. <laughs> have you, have you ever um, been anything other than not anything other than, but have you ever had experiences that were non heterosexual? I'm strictly dickly sis. Uh, I love uh, you. <laughs> Would you feel weird? Would you feel weird if a woman was attracted to you? I wouldn't feel weird if she was attracted to me, but that would be her personal problem. Like yeah. I wouldn't explore <laughs> <You said> it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't explore it. And like, you know, there's yes. lesbians out there. I have plenty of friends that are, well, not plenty, but enough. And like for me, I can't again people do with it I can't envision myself eating coochie like it's right. just not something I envision granted some people are like oh I thought that too and then I did it well that's you know your thing <laughs> but um for me it's just like <laughs> like you know and and people like what they like but for me I'm like that's not that's not my specialty like that's not the, yep. the direction I'm looking to go in but um yeah I definitely have had friends that 
are bi or lesbians, heterosexual, and you know, do your thing. Just don't try to, you know, secretly eat my coochie now. But everybody, <laughs> that's their thing, and they, you know, ring and die. So, yeah, as you say that, can I just tell a really quick weird story? Not weird, but uh-huh. kind of strange. So, I remember this is like back in, I'm gonna say like a decade ago. Um, so I've, I think I've told this story before, I'm gonna, but I'm going to say it here. So a, a, a friend of mine who we had a mutual friend and he would always say to me, she likes you. I'm like, yeah, she's like one of my best friends. Of course. She, he's like, no, no, she likes you, likes you. I'm like, my guy, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, she wants to eat your pussy. And I'm like, you're, I know you're not serious because she and I hung out all the time, like daily. And she never, I never, ever, ever got the sense, got wind, got a hint, nothing. And I would say to him, like, you're dumb. Like, that's a, some fantasy that you have in your head. You're dumb. Like, that that would never happen. Let me tell you, fast forward, we went on vacation together. Mm. And we went to an island where they had carnival. And, you know, everybody's half-naked carnival. You're whining, you're drinking, you're dancing, you're jumping, you're fetting, you're everything, right? Yeah. So we got into the situation where we ended up back at this guy's house. And we're, you know, things was going on or whatever between me and the guy. And she's in the living room. So then I say to her with my ambition, if you want to come in and watch, you can watch. Cause I like that shit. Right. Okay. But I didn't think like she was going to be involved or what have you. I tell you two twos for some reason I ended up on my back. And the next thing I know she was face down in my Gucci. Okay. See? And I was like, right. So it, it kind of just like happened. And I remember her looking up and me looking down and our eyes made four and it was just really awkward. And then she stopped. And can I tell you, we never talked about it. I was about to say, what was the conversation like after the fact? We never talked. (laughs) Rosie, to this day on everything I love, we never talked about it. It was never mentioned. So are you guys still cool? No, we're not friends anymore, but not for that reason. Okay. But I feel like, I feel like she wanted to chalk up the experience to being drunk. Because you know how some people like, oh, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. It was one of those kind of, you know what I mean? Because I, I, there was like something she said in passing, like, oh my God, all that rum really got to my head. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> but Don't blame we, the alcohol, sis. Girl, blame, you know, T-Pain or Jamie Foxx, blame it on the alcohol. Right. Listen to me. Yeah, that was that was one of the craziest experiences ever. That Sorry. is crazy. It's it's funny story. because the guys listening are going to be like, see, see, because, you know, a lot of guys are like, oh, when women get drunk around each other, all of a sudden, you know, your friends yep. eat out or y'all end up being lesbians. And yep. half the time that's not the case. And then there's other it, groups where it is the case and they're going to be like, yes. see, see, but um, that was interesting, girl. The fact that y'all never mm-hmm. talked about it is actually hilarious. Never. It's <laughs> <That's> so crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. All right, so the next topic I want to get into, girl. Now, I want to talk kinks. I am like, what do they call vanilla? I'm a little, I'm vanilla, but I feel like I'm like at the high end of vanilla. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the high end is, but I'm not not straight vanilla. Y'all not going to disrespect me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm at the high end of vanilla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want to like, tell me more kinks. Tell me what, you know, if you're comfortable sharing what some of your faves are, if not like one of the most popular ones that, you know, through conversation, because a lot of people, yes, there's kink shaming. A lot of people don't understand them. There's some I don't understand. I had a dominatrix on like sometime last year or the year before, and there were certain ones that she listed. And I'm like, I I don't understand them either. But girl, get into it. 
Um, so my kinks or kinks in okay, so some of the well, the common ones. So I think the common kinks are uh, impact play, but I think people get stuck at just spanking, and it's usually during sex. Okay. Um, another common one is choking, but again, I think uh, so. I, I I think a lot of the population associates kink with sexual activity. And then there's a segment of the population where I fall into where it's not just sexually um, motivated, that it's just about the act itself. So I like spanking, but I like impact play. So with no sexual involvement, I like being spanked. I like being paddled. I like being flogged. I like being... What's flogged? Um, uh, so using a flogger. So it's got the handle and then it's usually got strips of leather hanging from it. And it okay. can be various sizes. It can be small and it can be really wide. Um, so I like having that used on me. Um, I like wax play and temperature play. So having hot okay. wax drizzled on my skin and also having like ice. So I know people may incorporate ice into their, into their sex. So putting an ice cube in your mouth while you're, you know, giving head or, or eating pussy, sucking on nipples. Um, but then again, there's a segment of the population that says temperature play just for the orgasmic effects of temperature play. Um, okay, so, I would so you say still end up. Uh, having an orgasm it's just no penetration no sex yeah. is that the point that most people do it to until they do orgasm or it's like oh we just do it until we feel like stopping um I think it's I think it's more of a, yeah I would say that it's more on the orgasmic end mm -hmm. um and and for people orgasms happen in different ways so like I know when I'm being spanked or paddled um I've had a cricket paddle used on me and I told him to paddle me until like I, I, I reached my, my threshold and then I came everywhere <laughs> once he stopped. She um, said a so cricket I think, paddle, sis. You Jamaican yeah. for real. She said cricket <laughs> <laughs> Wow. See, that, that definitely goes to show that people definitely orgasm in different ways. She said for me. <laughs> Don't kill me. Yeah. Yeah. We used a, we used a cricket, cricket paddle. Um, you know, but I think people's level of comfort so even for you when you say you're vanilla you have kink to some degree because I'm pretty sure you like being spanked not like super hard where he's bruising you but you know when you're taking out bakas and he's chatting that shit to you and he spanks you on your ass like you know it it, it spices things up like it puts right. you in a, a certain headspace or you know like I mean when they reach around and they put their hand around your throat to choke you a little bit not to choke the oh. life out of you to almost pass out mm. you know what I mean like it it intensifies it a bit so as much as I think people say they're vanilla, I think that people do engage in kink to some degree, just not in the way of what they think kink is. So what I think is the step people, after vanilla? Um, or does it go right into kink? I don't know. I felt like there's levels like vanilla. The next is so and so, and the next is so. No, works. <laughs> I don't maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I'm gonna have to do research because I don't know if there's there's a middle ground. Like I've always heard it's either that you're vanilla or that you're kinky. Um, but I think, most, yeah, I feel like most people fall into a gray area because like I said, most people like spanking, like most guys like spanking and, and most women like being spanked. Again, not in that type of way where it's going to bruise you and peel right. off your skin. And then most people, men and women and, and those that don't identify as either gender, like being choked to some degree or other, you know, they like having their nipples pinched. They like having, you yeah. know, they like being bitten you know like on the neck or again not to draw blood like how I like to do but I feel like everybody has kink to some degree some people just don't have extreme kinks and so I think 
most people fall into we need rosie we need to come up with a, a name for that gray area we do that's like, why i'm like i know yeah. sis is not vanilla vanilla because i'm not yeah. but i'm like but i'm not extremely kinky because i've seen right. and i've heard and i'm like i don't i don't do that so um, <laughs> it has to be a name for it so now i'm curious i, I literally thought there was levels like bitch you at level one there's level two <laughs> bullshit up in my head sis but okay um and some people do like not only um being choked but uh, again there's levels some people yeah. like it to the point where they're about to pass out like oh yeah so some people yeah. like it like a little bit it's like okay not too hard and some people want to be at the brink of passing out so yeah. i think that's a little bit more on the extreme i mean it's still choking but that's why to me it's like hmm, a lower level a higher level <laughs> <laughs> like an intermediate you know what i mean so you've got like a uh, freshman uh what is it freshman uh no is, is that freshman junior senior sophomore, oh, yeah. freshman, freshman, sophomore, sophomore junior yeah. right yeah they need levels like that so when you're right. when you're all the way into kink you're you're at the senior level and that's where you know people are busting out the bull whips and you know putting a collar on you and restraining your arms and all that kind of stuff but it's, it's like you know people play around with handcuffs because like it's sexy and it's fun but you may not consider yourself super kinky because you don't like being tied up and suspended from the ceiling. That would right. be a form of bondage, but on the more extreme end. So, yeah. but um, yeah, I like I I like all that shit. I have a I have a bloodlust fetish, and that's the other thing too. There what are kinks fetish? and fetishes as well. Blood, I have bloodlust. Okay, so, so you I, did say something about biting to the okay. It elaborate. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> So biting to the point of drawing blood, but I ask for consent first because everything is about consent. Um, because you can't just go gnaw on somebody's skin. Uh, and so like one person that I engage with, um, like right now, he'd be the only person that I, that I would bite and draw blood from. But just generally speaking, if I need to bite someone, he's my person that I bite. And so- now, what bites is how much blood mm -hmm. are drawing? You know, like a little bit of blood might poke out. Okay, and then so I'll it's lick not it. like and then, Yeah, no, no. Like, I'm not sinking my... Well, I sink my fangs into him because I, I, my teeth are pretty sharp and I, I'll bite down, but I'm not, like, biting him where we have to go to the ER now. <laughs> like, okay. it's not right. not that type of type of biting. But just even biting in and of itself, we have, we have standing consent that anytime I need to bite him, I can bite him, no matter what he's doing or no matter where he is. So is so, this a new thing for you or have you always been into biting? Um... <laughs> I'm going to say that I've always been into biting. And, and the reason why I say that, I didn't realize what it was until I was older, but I've always been into biting because that's how I used to fight. Okay. <laughs> I, and it, okay. Sounds, it sounds weird, but you know, like people, people will fight with their fists. Yes. Me, I fight dirty. I'm not trying to punch you. I'm trying to injure you. Yeah. And so for me, I'm biting. I'm biting, I'm punching, I'm clawing, I'm scratching, I'm pulling, I'm kicking, I'm everything. In because I'm trying to live. And defend right. myself right so one of my earliest recollections of biting somebody to the point of drawing blood i think i was maybe about nine years old and okay. after that they didn't fuck around anymore because you know but around like I said, found out <laughs> the hard way very very much now mind you i got a beaten for it when i went home because you're not supposed to bite people right but even still um yeah i think as i as i got older it's just like i like the feeling of of i like the feeling of biting i, I don't really have a an explanation for it but um okay. I've I've just learned to accept it and you know 
there are people that I've engaged with that don't like being bitten. I respect that. I still probably bite them, but not as hard as I would naturally. Right. And then there are other people that I've come across that have, I guess, the same kind of fascination for themselves where they don't necessarily want to bite, but they're fascinated with the idea of being bitten by them. Okay. And so, yeah, I tend to get away with a lot of stuff because of people's curiosity and fascination. I'm sure because some people, like you said, a lot of people sometimes don't know what they like until they try it. There are certain things that I've heard um, whether it's recording or listening to your podcast. And I'm like, you know what? I ain't never thought of that, sis. Like, so now, <laughs> I'm like, so fucking curious. Because now it's hell. And I ain't never yes. knew we're doing that. So now it's like, if you can find someone to like, engage in certain things you hear that don't think it's weird or it wouldn't be awkward or you're comfortable uh, having sex with, then it's like, this is the time to get it cracking. Cause some things you can't do with new people or people that aren't ready to explore, but you know, when you with that person and both of y'all can be nasty with each other, yes. sky's the limit. Okay. Like you could try whatever. Um, yes. oh, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> hustle, 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 hustle. Some people are born with it and others have an ambition that drives them to develop it. Becoming a business mogul doesn't just happen overnight. It happens over time. It's a choice. A choice made every day once you open your eyes and start your day. Discipline, determination, and perseverance are also key qualities one must have on the journey to being all you can be. Start your day right and make the right choice. Light up and stay lifted with Lifted Smoking Goods. All right, so I know we're talking kinks and you've named several. Are there any that you could think of um, that I may not know about or the listeners may not know about that are more on the extreme level um, that people are probably like, oh, I didn't know that was a kink. Like I know uh, the dominatrix that I had on, she was talking about men um, that she would wear he heels and stomp on their mm -hmm. balls or their body. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. So for me, that's definitely an extreme kink to me. So anything yeah. like that you could think of that we may not know about, like in the vanilla slash kinky world, because that's where I am. Um, huh. Let me see what else she said while you're thinking. I know she said that. Um, extreme kinks. So the first thing that came to mind was... um. Uh, an, an asphyxiation kink but the person sits on your face okay point, yeah and to the point where you literally cannot breathe yeah and even when you tap them it's like there's still a 10 second window where they stay seated like you literally could die like no this isn't even like having sex and and they're choking you while you're having sex this is literally just having them sit on your face to the point where you cannot breathe and then there's an additional 10 second window before they get up um there's that one there's one video that i watched where a woman literally took a mallet a wooden Ooh. hammer and, and was pounding this man's testicles um he was he was he was tied to a chair Ooh. and yeah there was like a uh like a plank underneath him and she literally had like his scrotum pulled forward and she was using a wooden, and 
if I tell you the joy on this woman's face, the way she was giggling with glee, <laughs> I know that that had to be some kind of retribution. Um, there was a gentleman that I met years ago. Uh, so I had a friend that um, he and I had an arrangement where I was I was his public face. And so when he was um, setting up appointments with couples, I would go and meet the couple first and vet them. And then he and I would have a conversation about whether or not he was going to meet with them. And okay. I, I met this gentleman. Uh, we went to a very nice restaurant and we sat down and we were, you know, conversing about my friend and what it was that he and his wife were looking for as a couple. And he explained to me that he had basically had a torture chamber. His, he had his barn on his property com- converted into uh, a dungeon. Mm. More so. And then he rolled up his sleeves and showed me cigar and cigarette burns on his forearms. And then he did the top yeah. buttons of his shirt down and he had cigar and cigarette burns on his chest. And this was an activity that he and his wife engaged in regularly where she would suspend him in the barn and she would burn him. See, that's the thing. Some of these things, again, I feel like are hell extreme. I would never dabble in them. But yeah. there is someone for everybody. Like you can't Absolutely. just spring that on somebody that's not into that and be like, okay, I'm about to burn you real quick. Nigga, what? Hold on now. But if, <laughs> if she's into it, it's like, what? Okay. But yeah. it's like you have to find your person in order for one, it not to become a legal issue. Because nigga, you done burnt yeah. me. I'm suing you. But if I'm <laughs> then I'm going to be like, okay, cool. So I think that leads us to the last topic, which is, I guess I'll ask you, then you can ask me and then we'll just talk about it, which is the question of, would you compromise on a kinky hard limit for someone you love? So I I want to say yes, but like there's one, one, one hard limit that, Listen to me. Jesus himself could come down and say, Miss, you need take me. Just just take me to the pearly gates one time because I'm not doing it. And that is anything to do with scat, which is shit. Oh Any, yes. I forgot and, about that being a king yeah. thing. That is a hard limit that there isn't anything that could convince me. You could be dying. I will pray for you. I will sing over your body. <laughs> I could be dying. You pray for me. You sing over my body. That's one. That's my one hard limit that I'm I'm unmovable about. I used to say that about urine and I used to say that about vomit. Okay, now hear me out about the vomit. Mm. The the reason I say that is because I came in contact with an individual who liked having his dick sucked to the point of me choking and literally at the point of throwing up on him. And he said to me, it's okay, you can vomit on me. I like, I'm with all of that. Do you think he's really into the vomit or it's the fact that he's done it to the point that you have to vomit is it an ego thing it it might be both but you have to have a strong fucking stomach to watch somebody throw up all over your dick because I talked to somebody I talked to somebody who once he told me that he was with this girl um he was like he was she was giving him head and I guess she must have put it too far back in her throat and not knowing enough she threw up on him he said like everything was done after that and he said he never had sex with her again because he was so disgusted this Mm. person he has had his dick sucked and has had people throw 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 up on him, and he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I watched a video where Sukihana was sucking Bill, her her man. I don't know if they're still together. She was sucking his dick by the pool, and she vomited all over him. And he told her to keep sucking. Now you're Jeez. sucking dick and your own vomit. Lord so, Jesus. So that's what I'm saying. So I would consider it that one. 
I'm, I would consider for somebody that I love, but he has to understand, like, once I throw up, like, we're done. <laughs> like, I don't know what sexiness you think is going to happen after that, but <laughs> you got to go take a shower. I got to go wash my mouth and cry and brush my teeth and, you know, back to Listerine and thing. Yeah. I used to say the same thing about golden showers or, or water, water sports is what they call it. Um, now I'm, I'm, I, I like, I enjoy water sports. I don't have a problem peeing on somebody and having them pee on me. Um, really? yeah. Nigga pee on me. We gonna have a motherfucking problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> we gonna, we, okay, hold on. in the shower? I'm getting, hold on. What if, what if you're in the shower, you guys have had sexy time, you're there. And he literally turns around and he holds his dick and he starts peeing on your foot. You're going to be peeing mad? on me on my what? On your foot or your leg. Like, why, though? <laughs> like, the floor is right there. Like, if I don't know about it and his ass secretly does it from the back, I can't get mad. So he better get his fetish off yeah. that way. I think it's the shower head. But if, if I can see you, you're not peeing on my feet. Like, for what, though? For me, it's like the for what so which leads to my answer i have mad hard stops it's a hell nah like i don't give a fuck i'm not caught <laughs> no but the thing is like i'm so open that he's never gonna have to wonder if i fuck with it or not nigga no i'm not doing that but again <laughs> oh god i'm dying oh my gosh but again, I told you I'm like at the high level of vanilla, so he could still get some shit out of me. Don't get it twisted. I ain't boring. But for me, I could easily shut it down. Like I have plenty of hard dose. Like the shit, the pee, that's definitely two of them. Yes. Um, there's just like I'm not gonna step on your balls with heels, even if you tell me it's okay. Like for me, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm hurting you. They're like, bitch, get off me. You mad boring. I am. Cause I'm I'm going to feel like I'm hurting you. So there's like several things that I would be like, absolutely not. Um, you know, but there's things again that I've heard or I've seen, like I said, that I'm like, oh, I'd be willing to try. But there are definitely several things I would have to shut down. So whether I love you or not, nigga, it's a no. So I don't so know. What is what is a kinky thing that you would be willing to try that you haven't tried? Now you want me to tell my business? <laughs> Man, the way I've outed myself, you can give one. Okay, okay, fine, one. fine. Um, this one's not, I mean, again, I'm still, you know, um, but when I had on an erotic writer um, on a couple years ago, she had mentioned the spreader bar which mm -hmm. I still haven't got, but the spreader bar. And then I'm guessing you could tie your hands as well, maybe not to the spreader bar, but that and having like mm -hmm. no control. Oh. And this thing, like for me, I like to have control over almost everything in my whole life. And yeah. for me, I think that would be like, you can't have no control. Like your legs like and that. your hands. And as you trying to squeeze your legs shut and you can't, because right now, like, when you don't have the spreader bar, yes, he could be doing this, 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 but at some point you could be like, okay, wait, 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 stop. Or like close your legs and try to like turn to the side. But with the spreader bar, clearly you cannot do that. And yeah. girl, I'm trying to get it quack. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to talk about a little business, but oh, yes, that is hilarious. I would, yeah. So that's definitely one, um, you know, that I would, and again, it's probably not like, oh my God, extreme. But for me, I think that's outside of vanilla. You see what I'm saying? Like I dibble and fucking yeah. down. Yes. Yeah, because he, you're, you're at his mercy. 
Right. You know, I mean, you employ a safe word so that, you know, things don't get super, yes. super crazy, but you're at his mercy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely say that falls under the king category. So definitely yeah. safe words. I'm gonna be like, hold on now, before we start. But in the moment, I'm probably like, oh my god, like I ain't gonna have no control. She's gonna get real. But again, this is something I would have to be comfortable with a dude yeah. doing. I would have to know that he's gonna put his down. You know, definitely not no new nigga. Definitely not somebody that's yeah. not interested in exploring my body and just trying to fuck like it's gonna have to be my man like you know somebody that I'm interacting with sexually on a you know yeah. constant basis so but a nigga's listening don't be hitting my DMs talking about da 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 cause nigga no you don't qualify <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a nigga that's my man my man my man my man so the man man <laughs> yeah so yeah um girl this was such a good little kinky and spicy episode which was yes. exactly what i was looking for and I, you never disappoint aj okay Aww, thanks. <laughs> so before we wrap it up again if you can let the listeners know where to find you and all your social media handles that would be great absolutely um thank you so much i really enjoyed this this was a lot of fun if listen to me I'm going to charge you for the lashes that drop out of my eye from all the tears that I shed from laughing so hard over you, ma'am, Miss Leonid. So, um, I'm AJ Badass Jones, host of the Pumpkin Chronicles podcast. Uh, you can find me on my social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter at the Pumpkin Chronicles pod. You can also follow my personal pages on Instagram and Twitter as well as badass underscore Jones underscore. And the podcast, of course, is streaming on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. And I am one fourth of three guys and a girl. And you can follow us on Instagram as well, three guys and a girl. Yes, thank you again, AJ, for joining me. And listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope y'all had your headphones in. I should have said it at the beginning. I'm going to say it now. But y'all probably like, bitch, I didn't hear the whole episode. Now you're talking about headphones. Sorry, hide <laughs> your kids, okay? But um, yeah, listeners, until next time. Bye.